Spider Cop here. After hearing J. Jonah Jameson blame me for all the bad things that happen in this city, I listened to the Game Fix show to feel better about myself. Hello to all my friends at Game Fix. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! I'm here to kick ass and listen to the Game Fix podcast. And you're listening to the Game Fix podcast. And you're listening to Game Fix. It's Game Fix podcast. I like to tune into the Game Fix show. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Let's go, crazy! Let's go, crazy! Alright, so, uh, hello everybody. As you have noticed, Spanish is not here today, but I am still here. I am Verlaine, and welcome to another edition of the Game Fix Podcast. With me, uh, is our lead contributor for the website, Mr. Jimothy Tuttle. James, he likes to go by. What's going on, man? What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Uh, as always, you can check out our website, GameFixShow.com, and you can check out our weekly stream of our weekly recorded podcast every Monday night, 8.30 p.m., right here. If you're not, Facebook.com slash GameFixShow. You could also type in GameFixShow on any social media site, Twitter, Instagram, um, High Five, Friendster, all of that. We are there, MySpace even. Um, and, uh, you know, say hi, follow us, subscribe, do whatever you got to do, interact. We appreciate it. And of course, if you want to take that extra step, subscribe uh, to us as a podcast via Patreon. That's patreon.com slash gamefixshow. Um, it gives you, you know, a, a little uh, behind the scenes access, depending on your tier. Every month we send out things. I don't know what they will be. Uh, it's just pretty much up to what I'm in the mood to send out. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Check it out. Ba- ga- uh patreon.com slash show. We got a lot of stuff to cram into a little bit of time. Um, first of all, it was very interesting. Um, you mentioned this, and I'm interested because it's something that when you just say it, it, it doesn't sound like anything. Blizzard introduces a new mount. Um, but y- there's a little more behind this. Is this going to be like, this isn't like a pay-to-win mount, is it? No, it's definitely not a pay-to-win mount. It's just like... So 8.2 came out last week. That is the newest update to the latest expansion, Rise of Ashar. And it introduces like two new zones and a new raid and a new dungeon and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. With all of that came new mounts. The mounts that were introduced are basically just reskins of previous mounts. And then they introduced this new mount and it's a six-month subscription, so you have to subscribe for six months, or you could just pay $25 for the mount. Okay, wait. All right, so so uh, when it comes to Blizzard and skins, all I pretty much is know is Overwatch. Um, w- with Overwatch, there's the, the skins, and then there's the epic skins, which are just like kind of recolors, like different colors of the normal skin. And then there's yeah, the legendary. Yeah, but a lot of their epic skins have like little uniqueness things to it. Well, legendary is where it starts getting totally, completely different. Like it's, yes. it's complete. So what you're saying is where would you categorize these new mounts? This Cause... would, this, this would be a legendary mount like this. Yeah. Cause it's only obtainable for purchase. You can't find it in game. Like, there's, there's no way to be able to get it. 
even with gold yeah but you that can't be pay money that can't be new because even right now there's a have you seen the brand new zenyatta skin of course you have the vip yes, or actually, the mvp it. one you bought it yeah I, did. I think dude that's the best zenyatta skin for sure oh, i think God, it's yeah, very definitely unique. the best zenyatta skin yeah. <laughs> it, it's that's pretty cool um so that brings me to what we've been playing so what have you been playing I've been playing three games. I've been playing Overwatch, of course. I've been playing World of Warcraft because the newest the newest update just came out. And I've been playing Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is a little indie game developed by the guy who did Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night just so happens to be one of my absolute favorite Castlevania games ever made. Um. So, okay, I have the the... I don't know the curse of the moon. I have bloodstained curse of the moon. Now, will you explain this when it comes to bloodstained? Because like, I just realized that the game you're hyping is called bloodstained. And the game that I was playing is called bloodstained. So the one that they released, the one that you're talking about, that was like just a little kind of side game that they did to sort of like, it was kind of an apology for, like restarting development of the game like midway through like ritual of the night was supposed to have come out two years ago was it supposed to look like it looks now or was it supposed to look like curse of the moon no it was uh no it was this was a full-fledged like 2.5d game made in unreal like the 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 one that you're talking about that was just kind of a little side project that they did that better resembled like castlevania 3 with the yeah. character switching. Look, I like I like the game, and it doesn't... I mean, I don't know. I haven't played it that much, but I have played it quite a few times, and it's pretty tough, and it doesn't feel like it was just, like, some side rush job. No, like, it definitely, they, it definitely they, doesn't work feel like this. that at all. Yeah, <laughs> they put work into it. Um, the only thing, I, I don't like the fact that you switch characters like you do. Um, it doesn't seem like it fits... There wasn't a good enough explanation for me. I would have rather seen just when you push the button, instead of switching people, you just switch your you know weapon set or something, like a loadout. Well, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because you can actually... So when you go to save the other character, you know how you beat the boss and you meet the, the other character? Right. Well, it, if you kill that character, you actually gain a new ability. Instead of having them join you? Instead in of the having one, them join you. In the one you're playing. Yes. That, oh, yeah. no way. So instead yeah. of getting them on your team, you just get their power, kind of. You, like yeah, you get a special ability. Right on. Right on. Yeah, it's it, it makes it a little different, a little more challenging, because a lot of the characters that you pick up help you get into certain areas, and now you have to take different routes because you don't have that specific character to be able to do another right, route. Right, right. So it makes it a little more challenging. That's crazy. Well, it is. Well, um, I, like you, have been playing Overwatch, and that's pretty much all I've been playing. I don't know why I've just been on this Overwatch kick. I mean, I was just, I don't know. I, I One night I was just getting all these, like, bad matchups. I was just so mad. And then the next day, the same thing was happening, but this time I was like, screw it, I'm just going to try to win. And win I did, man. Like, Symmetra is surely becoming my main over Moira right now. 
I mean, really? outside of the only reason I don't switch more is because of the healing. Like, like my if my team has no healer or the healer's sucking, I'm not going to be Symmetra right off the bat. But the times that I've just been like, screw this, if I'm on a team with no healers and it's 30 seconds left in the match, they must not want a healer, screw it, you know? Like, then I pick Symmetra and somehow end up doing really good. Now, are you playing comp or are you playing quick play? No, I've only been playing quick play. I didn't do any comp this season. Um, I don't know why. Usually, like, I have to be in the mood. And with only two hours to play, like, I'm usually, like, I never get there. Yeah, I don't know. No, I just didn't. I just didn't do a lot this this season. Usually, I do I at least try to place. I've mostly just been playing like mystery heroes because that I start. I every night I start with mystery heroes because I might find someone I want to be, and then uh, for some reason they don't put total mayhem up anymore. I used to finish every night with total mayhem. Yeah, it's on a rotation. If it's anything like it is on the PC, it's on a rotation. It, it is, but it hasn't... Uh, dude, I check every night. It's almost like once the workshop came out, they stopped putting Total Mayhem into the rotation. Have I you tried seen the, uh Have you tried the gauntlet from Arcade? Um, yeah. The only thing I don't like about that is when is the fact that you start as McCree. That's my worst character. And then, oh, is it? And then Genji is shortly after that, and that's my second worst. And those two, like, I usually get stuck on, and I can't... It, those are the ones that really screw my, my climb up to the top. Flashbang, fan the hammer, man. Yeah. That's just all it is. Just yeah, flashbang, fan the hammer. Yeah. Um, and outside of that, I... Occasionally, I have to test out some games that we we do a lot of vending, and I I have to test out games that we sell, like old games. And so I've been testing out a bunch of Nintendo games, and I was so excited to get uh, into the Terminator. I found out that I had that game, and I was like so awesome, like I was so hyped to play it, and I put it in. It was just garbage, Um, but it it was still the the Terminator. Um, I appreciate what it was, but it also reminded me and it bummed me out at the time that i figured it out i don't have teenage mutant ninja turtles and that is the latest reboot the retro reboot from mike and when spanish mentioned it last week i was like dude i want to play that game again i haven't played it in so long and i never beat the game um and i was testing all my games out of like three cases of nintendo games i don't have that game and it pissed me off um Obviously, you've played the game, right? Yeah, the original, like, OG, super hard. It starts out, top, like, top down, and then... Yeah, no, I've played that game. I have, I still have horrible, horrible nightmares about that game. That That is one of the games that, as time, for me, as time goes on, that's actually a game that, it, like, when you go back, it's actually better than I remember it being. Most games are worse than I remember them being. Like, I'll be like, oh, that game was so awesome. Like, the Terminator game. And I put it in, and I'm like, dude, this game's so horrible. Ninja yeah. Turtles, I could put that game in, and being older, it kind of lowers the difficulty a little bit for me. And then, like, dude, really, just the graphics of that game for for when it came out were really, really awesome. And however much it didn't really stick to the cartoon, it really stuck to Ninja Turtles itself. You know, it had no, the actual yeah, bosses. It, did. it didn't, you know, s- skip out on any of that. <clears throat> um, so, anyways, if you guys want to check it out, GameFixShow.com. That should be up. What when he puts them out tonight? Tomorrow. 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 Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, it's fun on Tuesdays. Yeah, our second co second lead. You know, you're the lead. So the guy after James would be the co lead contributor. Um, he's a big or part just of the contributor. He's a big part of the site. So go check yeah, it out. Yeah, he kind of is. <laughs> White <laughs> Mike. 
with the retro reboot TMNT. Um, all right, so uh, we talked Blizzard. Um, let's talk something that uh, I mean, at least I used to be kind of into, and that's Apex. Did you ever get into Apex? Apex I played Legends. it for a little bit, and then I realized that I'm absolutely trash at Battle Royale games. Even if I did the whole, like, support thing where I just stuck with them and healed, I was still garbage. That's what <laughs> that's what happens to me. I, I, I think that even if I try to strategize, I still end up dying first. Then the guys yeah. that just go out guns blazing. Um, well, Apex, they have a new season coming out. I haven't played it in a while, um, but I saw the trailer for this. And I'm definitely going to play it again. Um, they are introducing, they always introduce new weapons. And usually these weapons, uh, I mean, always these weapons are from Titanfall. Like, uh, they're, they're just weapons they haven't put in yet. Um, so one of my favorite guns, and I don't know the name of the gun. Um, it, I, I, it's an SMG that's coming to the game. Uh, and they have a new hero coming to the game, which from what I see isn't really that finally doesn't have an ability that was already in the game from what it looks so they're like already starting to copy abilities no, no no well so so how it happens is every hero in apex legends has their ability yeah um, like their ability, ability is an ability that you could put onto a loadout in titanfall 2 that already existed like the decoy oh, okay. so they just made it a character's ability instead of something instead of a loadout ability um and you can't change them. You know what I'm saying? Picking yeah. the ability is picking the character. And, you know, up until now, uh, there was pretty much an ability to go along with every character. So it wasn't really a surprise when you play with these characters, if you play Titanfall 2. Point is, the game is starting to be cool. It, it's kind of taking a little from Fortnite, where now the the map um, is changing. Like, there's a big tower in the middle of the map, and, like, it's knocked over now which is giving access to a hill next to it, and it changes routes. And then the, the creatures, this is the most important part for me. Um, in Titanfall, when Titanfall 1 was around, a lot of people really wanted them to incorporate the creatures that you saw in the background and flying in the air and the ones that would run when you came up across them um, as AI. So not just the humans and the, the robots, because you know Titanfall had AI characters and the main players. Yep. But the animals would also be part of it. And they were supposed to incorporate that in Titanfall 2, and it never happened. And it looks like they might be putting it into Apex Legends, where there are going to be animals like wildlife that will attack you while this is all going on. And that's not a new idea, having AI in the Battle Royale. Um, but I think having it make sense is going to be the thing that makes the most sense. You know, that all the other ones of, just throw zombies. That is a new idea, though. I can't remember a battle royale that had like well, it's usually a, playable characters in it for you to. Yeah, kill. it's usually a like a special event, like on yeah. Halloween. Fortnite will put the zombies in. Um, PUBG yeah. for Halloween did the Resident Evil zombies would come out, so there was an actual day night cycle while you're playing the game. Um, oh, okay. So they've done it, but it it never. I mean, it it didn't really make sense to me. Um, this makes more sense. The animals are already there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're in the so, background. So them coming into the game just kind of made more sense. Yeah. So I, I don't know if if you have a chance, like anyone who has played and just given up on Apex, check it out. I mean, it, it, they made it look really good, and it, I think it's going to be worth at least checking out again. Um, so I don't know. Uh, you mentioned the Nintendo Switch, and the Nintendo Switch has one game 
that I tell everybody, especially Spanish, I'm so jealous that he gets to play it, and it's Tetris 99. Have you even played this? You have a Switch, right? Yeah, I've played it a couple of times. So what's your highest rank on it? Uh, like 20. Oh, wow. I can't seem to get out of 20s. Yeah, he's probably laughing at you right now. Yeah, he probably is. I can't seem to get out of 20s. Um, well, I've always wanted to try the game, and I'm finally going to get the chance. I am a non-Switch owner, um, and it, it's essentially the game is coming out for mobile phones, for iOS and, and Android, um, and it's named like Tetris Royale. If Tetris 99 called themselves Tetris Royale, I wonder what this game's title would have been. It would have been way harder to come up with something. Yeah, it definitely would have been way harder. Um, but in any case, uh, it's finally going to be out for mobile phones. It's going to be Tetris Royale. It's a Battle Royale Tetris, and for mobile phones, there's really not much. Even the, the report, there's nothing very much different than what's going on Tetris 99. It's not like, what else are you going to do anyways? Um, Those controls are going to be awful, though, because they're going to be touch controls. Eh, whatever. It's still Tetris. And, you know, like, let's see. I, I remember playing, what's the Tetris Blast on mobile phone? Um, yeah, Tetris It Blast. wasn't that bad. I, I, I don't like the, the outlining of the shapes before you drop them, just because I think that's kind of, like, cheap. Um, so, this is, this is kind of weird, like, because... Tetris Blast on mobile was published by EA. Okay. And this one is being published by Nintendo. This Tetris Royale? Yeah. Really? That's much of a difference. It's awesome. That, I don't know. That's just kind of weird. But if you think about it, I don't think... Look, I, I don't know anything about the Tetris trademarks and copyrights but remember back in the day there was the nintendo tetris and the tengen tetris yeah yeah so there might be some weird thing going on where you can't really fully own tetris or I mean, maybe I, I don't know but i mean you're right like how can that happen i mean if, if usually someone has the rights to a franchise in the form of certain media yeah it could be like an open copyright yeah, maybe no one owns Tetris for real, you know. It's in the negative zone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Speaking so... of Tetris, I want to touch on this real quick. Uh, so Tetris 99 on the Switch is having a special in-game event starting oh, yeah. July 12th. And it's a crossover <laughs> with Splatoon That's 2. So, so weird. How does that right? happen? It, so who's getting game. who's getting what though? Like Tetris is getting Splatoon inside of it. So it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing. So to commemorate the the final Splatfest event for Splatoon two, uh, they're doing like it, it's some type of event. If you um you have to unlock points, you like as you're playing, you're unlocking points, and if mm -hmm. you get enough points you get special skins in Splatoon 2. Or... Yeah. Yeah, that's like well, play a one game. game theme for Tetris 99. Okay. Because they have games so... where you play one to get stuff in another. Oh, what game just had that? That was like a Hero the Heroes of the Storm crossover type thing. Where yeah, they did, that, uh, Heroes... they did that with uh, yes. Diva. Yes, when you played Heroes for a certain... No, 
you played one of them for a certain amount of time, they gave us like enough money to buy a huge pack. That's when I bought all the Overwatch characters for it. When you uh when you um it was when you played Heroes of the Storm three games with a friend, you unlocked uh Cop Diva Oh yeah in Overwatch. That's right. That was I love that because dude, Heroes of the Storm is great and I would have never played it without that little uh crossover yeah too bad development on that game is just kind of dead oh yeah they announced that that's isn't yeah they, pull it out they stopped all esports for it dude maybe they're making a sequel i mean that's huge it was still huge like after after overwatch that was the next thing so yeah i would like, think it it's kind of i don't know you would know more than me but yeah it kind of sucks that they did that because that had a that had a pretty decent like esport following yeah and they just suddenly like, nope, oh, we're done. Yeah, and it's that like, is oh, weird. Okay. Luckily, mm. uh, luckily Apex took it over. There's a there's a tournament series called Apex. Luckily, they took it over and they've been hosting like tournaments for it. Mm. But, like, no more BlizzCon Heroes of the Storm tournaments. Like, it just kind of sucked all around. Maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be they're going to start focusing on one of these Overwatch side project things. Well, I'm hoping so. <laughs> one of the other games that I've been playing that I didn't mention in the opening because I just kind of forgot. Uh, I've been playing um, Auto Chess. Have you been playing this on the on the mobile phone? No. What is it? It's it's Auto Chess. So basically, like it's a chessboard. Okay. And you use gold to buy characters, and then you place the character on the chessboard, and then you fight another, like, NPC. And then if you win, you get experience and more gold to buy another character that you can place. You just keep going back and forth. If you get three characters of the same, like three of the exact same characters... You can upgrade it to, like, a two-star character, which means, like, they're stronger, have more health, etc., right. etc. Et and I've actually been having a blast with it. Huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out. I wrote it down. Auto chess, like automatic yeah. chess. Yeah, like, you just... There's a lot of strategy involved, and there's already, like, tier lists of the best characters in the game and the best teams and stuff. Like... It's a little ridiculous and really deep. Like, unbelievably deep. Is this a Blizzard game or just unrelated? <laughs> and I'm hoping maybe Blizzard will jump on this and give us, like, a Blizzard auto chess game. <laughs> I would play that. I can't say because I haven't played it. Um, you need to check it out, dude. It's fun. I have seen pictures of The Witcher. Have you seen these pictures? Yeah, I of did. Kavuval I still as don't the like. Witcher? I don't like how he looks. Dude, it looks dead on. I think it looks like I don't even play the games, but I looked at pictures of G- Geralt. Is that his name? Geralt. Yeah. Geralt. And dude, it's dead on. Like, yeah, you know what? Would they should ha- should have had him keep his beard? I'm thinking maybe they'll do something. St- stupid like actually like in the game like while the series is going on his beard's just growing in um i mean because because with the beard he would have looked like dead on but in but actually with the beard anyone could have played him 
because it's just fake white hair and a beard. It, like, really, anyone could have played that character. But I think he looks good. Yeah, like, he looks good, but I don't know. Like, it's just, it's going to be interesting. It's, uh, look, I don't, I'm not interested, and I know nothing about any of the lore for The Witcher, but just from the fact that, A, this looks like they're really really paying attention to the video game and trying to stick to it and possibly have this as an official canon story and b the fact that henry cavuvis was like hey man i would love to play this dude and they're like done when any other time an actor's like hey guys i would love to be this character they're like except for deadpool but then ryan reynolds had to do that himself anyways just to get the part like he made yeah. a movie so usually they're like no and they go with somebody else when they have someone willing who obviously knows the character and usually are pretty dead ringers for it so i'm proud of that and and because of that i will definitely at least check out the pilot episode no i'll definitely watch it like I I because it's like dark fantasy. Like I love dark fantasy, and with Game of Thrones gone, we kind of have nothing to take that place. This this show could definitely take that place. Is isn't there a Lord of the Rings show being made? Yeah, by Amazon. Amazon is doing a Lord of the Rings show. Mm, if they have, uh, yeah. We don't really know anything about it though. Like we don't. We they don't would know need when to it have place. Orlando Bloom in that they need to just to make it feel like real otherwise it would to me it's not gonna feel like much of anything and uh, um, apparently netflix is going to be at san diego comic-con july 19th yeah we mentioned and we that. may actually be getting a trailer to this um i'm thinking that they are gonna announce a, a bunch of new um of the interactive those interactive things that they're doing but yeah, it seemed to work with uh, Black Mirror. I see. What that was an interactive one. Yeah, one of the they did a special Black Mirror episode where it was like interactive. Um, because they do a Bear Grylls one, like Bear Grylls versus yep. you. They have that. The first one was that puppet. I always forget the name. It's like a puppet, like stop motion animation one about stunt driver dog or i don't know and then minecraft story mode worked out like i played a little bit of it and really i mean it there's there's no reason why not so yeah i think that they're going to be mentioning big like big names maybe hey we're going to continue the walking dead from telltale just it's going to all be on netflix that would be interesting um, that this might be the next line of gaming that's yeah that's what Netflix, I think, needs to do that now that the the threat of this video game streaming coming, like, you know, it's still, like, video games didn't kill TV, but it's still a step. And me buying an Xbox, you know, I mean, I don't know. It, I think that it's a good thing to capitalize on, for sure, because then you get the people that are in the middle. You know, well, I not don't, only cause... that, but, like, they have a lot of competition now. Yeah, and they do. Like, but none of them Hulu's can do that. now completely owned by Disney... Disney's releasing their own streaming platform. Mm -hmm. Warner Brothers has their own streaming platform. Like yeah, they kind of so need no to choice. differentiate themselves from everybody. Yep. So this be could it. be an interesting little gimmick. Yeah, totally. We'll see, man. Um, let's let's talk about the 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 new games that people are going to be getting this month, real quick. Um, I have the Xbox list. It it's not 
immensely great. I, I kind of want to uh, play Castlevania. I never played any of like the newer Castlevanias. Just I don't know. I'm telling why. you now, the list is better anymore. than the Sony list. Um, <laughs> Inside is going to be available from the first, which is today until the end of the month. So that's the one that we get all month long on Xbox One. Inside is the one that's kind of like Limbo. I played Limbo. It was great. It was the black and white game. Yeah, Limbo um, was, was really a really weird. good indie game. Yeah. Um, this is like a spiritual successor made by the same guys. Um, I believe the graphics are almost the same too. Um, and then you got Castlevania, which is going to be starting. Oh, sweet! Starting today until the fifteenth. That's Xbox three hundred and sixty backwards compatible. Big Crown Showdown. Uh, don't know about that one. That is the Xbox One game from now until the fifteenth. Um, let's see, and then. It's an action fighting party game. Oh, it's on the Nintendo Switch. It launched back in January. Really? Um, Let's check that out. And it's got one button combat. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out too. And then Meet the Robinsons, which obviously has something to do with the video, uh, the movie that came out back backwards compatible. That's gonna be from the 16th to the end of the month. Um, now you're saying that this actually sounds good, which must mean PlayStation sounds awful. I haven't seen it yet. Sony's is awful. So there are two games being released because apparently they don't support anything mm. but the PlayStation 4 now, which I mm -hmm. think is a horrible decision. The first game is Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. So for the five people in the United States who actually give a shit about soccer, here you go. You get to play this game for free. And the next one is Horizon Chase Turbo. It's, a, it's like a throwback game to like outrun and top gear and rush 16 bit style with modern visit visuals. Okay. It has split screen couch co-op. So I guess that's cool. I don't know. It was yeah. years ago. That's kind of weird that they would put Pez out and not FIFA when you think about it. Um, I, I've never played pro evolution soccer. Like, all I know from it is that they stuck with the PS2 the longest. I don't remember what year their last one was, but they were the last game put out on PlayStation 2. The only thing I know about Pro Evolution Soccer is every single Brazilian who plays video games loves this game over FIFA. Really? That's the only thing I know. Apparently, this is supposed to be way more realistic than the FIFA games. I like FIFA. I don't know how you get more realistic than kicking a ball down a field, but I uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, but I've always hey, wanted to do a... five people in the U.S. are actually going to care. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I guess one reason that FIFA wouldn't come out is because everybody's going to have it anyways, which is another reason like why give them this for free when. All of FIFA's games are going to be... All the FIFA games are going to be free. Um, and that, of course, is because EA Access is going to be launching finally on PlayStation 4 this month. Um, the 24th of July. It has been confirmed by EA. Um, this is a smart move for PlayStation. Very smart move um, for PlayStation. It's... I, you know what, I would say that it should have happened a while ago, but with something like EA Access, it, it gains value the longer it sits there unused. 
um, by people. So you're at, like the PlayStation 4 people are actually lucky to get it now because you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot more games to play. Um, you, you'll get more use out of it. Like someone like me, I've had EA Access since it started. So as I had it, they've been adding games. I finally discontinued it because there's nothing like I have every game they made like every game that they've made is on there all they can do now is add old I don't even know if they can how many old backwards compatible titles they can start adding because like all of them like every franchise is in their vault for free um totally worth it if you've never played like any of them um, you'll get Titanfall 2 for free, every sports game for free. You get the 10 hours for free. I'm going to stop promoting them like I'm getting paid to, but definitely <laughs> worth it. Something that should have happened maybe a little bit ago. Um, and it shows that PS4 understands what is about to happen to gaming. Um, so, the subscription. a question, because I haven't been following any of the, uh, the Microsoft free games. Has any EA game been free with gold um i don't know if they've like I i'm sure that they have but it wouldn't be like it wouldn't already exist in the vault like if the vault had um oh yeah that's kind of what i was getting at like if it's on the vault then they probably wouldn't give it away for right free if it if it, the vault. if it came out as a game with gold that would have been the first time it would have been available on xbox one and backwards compatible and then it would be the first time you'd see it in the vault library that would be the closest they would do that you know what i'm saying like yeah no i'm with you the force unleashed that's been gold both of them and they're both in the vault but they weren't in the vault until the day they were gold it wasn't like unleashed was in the vault forever and then they made it a games with gold that's a ripoff like i would feel oh. gypped off, gypped uh, Joe in chat said NHL 19. That's, that's free. Oh, that's right. J yeah, just so... now, um, they made it a free game last month. It was a free game and that was the okay. first time. Um, and that's odd too. But again, I haven't even checked my EA access. I think it ends either this month or next month. Um, so Yeah. Because this no, this would be about the time that it enters the vault. So they might have they may have done something like that, like it was put in the vault and out for free. Which, if you have a vault, the vault, I mean, I guess it's kind of a ripoff, especially because it's a new game. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So um, it I just, doesn't happen. I often. just thought that it was just kind of a random question. I was just kind of wondering if you do you do get every single Star Wars game ever like that's playable like on xbox one you will have it by getting the by getting ea access but no rogue squadron that was a nintendo 64 exclusive it was it's on steam now too by the way oh nice i did yeah, i played that fun. game that was one of the games i had to play a couple weeks ago it was way better in my memories i was like this is yeah, the best flight game ever and i get into it and i'm like what the f oh my god i can't believe i used to play this game that's kind of the that's kind of the whole thing with most of those N sixty four titles. It's like this was so much better like twenty years ago. Yeah, when I didn't know about the future. If I didn't know about the present, then this game's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. Well, uh, let's talk some more old games. Alan Wake. Have you played any of the Alan Wake games? 
I've played a little bit of the first one when it got the Steam release, and it was interesting, and that was kind of all I can say about it. It's just not my type of game. Right. I'm not into the the horror games, Um, not because they're scary, uh, mainly because they're boring and there's not enough action for me. Um, They're they're usually very story-driven. Um, so I have tried it and yet, I, oh, which one did I try? I think I might've tried the second one. Um, it was weird. Um, but I did play from start to finish, uh, quantum break, which is in the same universe. It was made by the same by remedy. Um, but it's in the same universe while you're playing the game, you're seeing Alan wake stuff all throughout the game. Um, like real, like it's like it's in the game. Uh, Alan Wake is a character that's written the books. Really? Um, yeah. So you'll walk by and you'll see a book by Alan Wake or whatever. That's uh, that's kind of an interesting little Easter egg. Yeah, it is. Like if you if you play, and that's a thing too. When I pre-ordered Quantum Break, they gave both um Alan Wakes for free. Oh, nice! And a copy for Windows 10, which I gave to Spanish. Oh, that's cool. Um, that game is amazing, and they actually have a new game coming out, but the reason why I'm even mentioning all this is because I guess Remedy didn't own the publishing rights for Alan Wake. Microsoft did. Um, and that probably would have went back to the fact that, you know, Quantum Break was an exclusive for Microsoft. Maybe in the whole deal they got some sort of temporary exclusivity to publish Alan Wake, which is why they gave it to you for free. Um, Maybe. So, anyways, they have acquired, uh, they've acquired the rights to publish it now, and w- like you know, you you mentioned, hey, that that leaves them the ability to make a sequel, um, wh- which is true. I think they could just make a sequel, anyways. They still, you know, they own. Uh, I'm sure Remedy owns Alan Wake. They just own don't own the rights to publish it. So here's something interesting that I just discovered. Uh, when they were released on the Xbox, they were published by Microsoft. Right. And then when they were released on the PC, Remedy self-published them. Right. Right. So, yeah. Oh. So how did they... They... I know what you're saying... Um, self-published on the 360 on PC. So I don't know why that would matter now, except for maybe it's another thing where, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know how that even makes sense. But either way, what I'm saying is I think that it means they can now publish um, on other consoles, specifically yeah, they, the they Nintendo the, Switch. They own the rights to the game. So they can publish anyway. So, yeah, okay. So it might have been something where, because just like with um, most of their games, Microsoft now doesn't do console exclusive. Um, yeah, they, I mean, they do console exclusive because all their games are also on the PC. Yep. Right? So in that in that sense, it does make sense because if they're going to be doing it and they're going to, that was actually one of the very first games too, Quantum Break, where they were doing that kind of like, hey, if you buy it on one, you get it for the other one. You buy it yep. on console, you get it for Windows. So that would make sense to be like, all right, so we'll publish it because we already have um, digitally for you. 
on Xbox platform, and we will allow you, if you want, to put it on PC because that's what we're doing anyways. I don't know. But either way, now it can go to other platforms. So if you haven't played it, there you go. I don't know if their new game... No, if their new game's on all console. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, and that's going to be on August 27th. It's called Control. I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Like, I haven't seen anything about it. I kind of don't want to. Quantum Break, knowing the little bit that I did, it made the game so awesome for me. It's a shooter. That's about it. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. They, they do a lot of cool things, dude. If you, you've never played Quantum Break, oh, man. There's it's... a live-action Alan Wake TV series coming out. Oh, yeah, and that's another thing. I, I didn't even see, like, I don't know enough about the game to care too much about the series. Um, however, the fact that Remedy is involved in it um, and, you know, the, the you've never played Quantum Break. Quantum Break... You, wait, am I right? You never played Quantum Break? No, I've never played Quantum Break. Quantum Break did what a lot of games tried to do, and they did it so awesomely, and that is blend their game with live-action TV show. Um, and because that show, the, the show that went with the video game of Quantum Break was so awesome that I would watch that show by itself. Like, the show was so good. Like, it was so good that... I think they know what they're doing when it comes to making any kind of like live action, anything like if remedies involved in it, then I would have faith in it. And it kind of makes me want to play the Alan Wake games just to know. I like it, it. I just, all I remember is I was running and a bunch of weird stuff started happening. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to play quantum break now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of what I remember happening is I was running and weird shit started happening. And then I was yeah. dead and yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Um, uh, all right. So I don't have any more video game stuff. Do you? No. Oh, actually, I do have a little quick rant okay. that irritates the shit out of me. And whoever made this decision should be terminated. I like it. Go on. So, um, E3, they announced that they're doing Settlers of Catan for the Switch. Never I was it. excited because this a, is a is it great a... board game. Okay. And it being coming to the Switch, the Switch is a great little party console. Great party console. It it just kind of fits. Like four people together sitting down on the couch playing a digital board game. Right. Awesome. So uh, the other day at a friend's house, me, him, and his fiance sitting down and i'm like hey i want to buy settlers of Catan for your switch so we can all sit down and play okay no problem put the credit card information in downloaded it went to play it no local play only online multi that whose is, decision was this that doesn't even fit nintendo's model why would you have a board game like a digital board game be multiplayer online only is and not local is mario party local mario party is local is it online and local or just local i believe there's an online aspect to it but you can't play people online no you can't i think it's just like a mini game challenge okay 
Yeah, see, that is weird. Like, on the Nintendo Switch, you would think it was the opposite. Like, you would expect it to have local, and maybe it has online. That is I retarded, did too. because that's <laughs> what the Switch is. Is That's why the Switch is made with two separate controllers, is for that split-screen kind of local part. That's the retarded. It definitely. I 100% pain, agree. Oh, what game? Like, that was like when I downloaded... Um, the Power Rangers beat them up to find out that it was only, or a lot of games actually, to find out they're only couch co-op instead of online multiplayer. So I feel your pain. And oh, then dude, I never play I, them because like, I was no one's pissed. Yeah, completely pissed. Well, that sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasted twenty dollars, man. All right. Well, so I'm not gonna exactly save people from wasting any money. Um, but I certainly did save myself from wasting money, and it's unfortunate because I kind of didn't mind wasting my money. But now that I know what I would have wasted my money on, I don't want to waste my money. And I'm talking about the Avengers Endgame um, relaunch in theaters and the end scenes after the credits. That's the newest part. The only part that's new is the part after the credits. Are you serious? That's all they added was end credits. That's scenes? it. So there's a tribute to Stan Lee. Um, I didn't see that. The clip, like, what I'm referring to is a clip that somebody put on YouTube. I'm sure it's not going to be there very long. I don't even remember what it's called. Um, but it stopped. I believe it stopped right after the tribute to Stan Lee, and then it went into um, one of the Russos was pretty much saying, "Hey, blah blah blah. Um, we filmed a lot of stuff." A lot of stuff hit the cutting room floor, including this scene, and they showed a scene. I'm not going to say anything about the scene. Um, and then after that, just big words came up and said, like something like, and this, and this too, or it's like, oh, and this. And it showed another scene. Um, and I will tell you, this is what I'm going to tell you without spoiling the scenes in case you guys want to go. Um, don't expect anything new. Yes, you're going to see visually something you may not have seen, but it's – think about it. It was cut for a reason. Aww, That's all I got to say. Like, it, it's it's just something. It's just something, and it's definitely not something that you're going to be like, oh, my God, I can't wait to tell everybody because you probably so, won't. All right, so let, let, me, let me get this straight just so I, I can understand this. Their, their stupid thought process on this. They relaunched the movie with quote-unquote additional scenes and then put the additional scenes at the end of the movie. Yeah, but they, they told everybody. They tell everybody, stay for new end credit scenes. So, like, stupid me, I was assuming that you're re-releasing the movie with additional scenes. Like a director's that- cut you would incorporate these additional scenes into the movie itself. Right. So, okay. With that said, (laughs) with that said, the scene that they're like, here's a scene that didn't make it. Yes. They could have taken, I don't know. Okay. Let's say a day when it could take a few hours to just put the scene in the movie where it was and give us that version. Um, but this was obviously a ploy just to get them higher than Avatar. And they were they were very open about that. And by saying, hey, the only stuff that's new, there's seven minutes of new footage at the end after the credits. That's it. So they didn't try to con us and be like, you try to find the new footage. 
Because they could have. They could have easily put that scene in the middle of the movie, made people watch the entire movie, maybe or may not have been like, oh, wait, was this in the movie? I don't even remember because I've only seen the movie once. You know? So, like, they were very, very honest about it. I'm just glad I didn't. I would rather take the money and spend it on, you know, the DVD or the digital copy that I buy. So, do you remember the first X-Men movie, right? Yes. All right. So, like, they did a DVD release with, like, uncut footage in it. Mm -hmm. And then they incorporated that footage into the movie itself. Right. A lot of a lot of things did that. A lot of movies did that. I don't understand. Like, what? So you're charging me $14 to go see the exact same movie that I just saw. There is, you know what? And it's going to be released <laughs> on DVD. And then it's going to be released again on DVD with all these new scenes in it, like you're talking about. Because they still do that. They don't they don't any other one but with the two scenes one of them didn't even go to the movie oops Mm. but trust me it's not anything cool like it's not anything cool and i'm Uh, i'm i'm assuming that they're just very stupid scenes they, they are they are in the in the aspect of everything um irrelevant they you didn't even you can live your life without seeing these see that's even more disappointing and here's here I'll top off that disappointment. The second scene could possibly be a real scene in a movie coming up. So you could even it, it might not even be because you know when the movie came out there was nothing there was the clanging of Iron Man's armor. Yeah. And then after that certain period they released the end scene as being the trailer for Spider Man the next spider-man movie so now the end scene are these scenes in the tribute oh that's so dumb so i mean it's uh yeah yeah if you want to support them still try to push them past avatar great um i'm just gonna buy their dvd don't do it don't do it that's just so dumb and you imagine how much money they're gonna (laughs) they're gonna wait and then right after spider-man's done and spider-man comes to dvd and then spider-man comes to dvd in director's cut then they're gonna launch every single movie in one huge box like a whole yeah it's gonna be the the phase four box and it's gonna be four hundred dollars and it's gonna come with four minutes of additional footage that's gonna be at the end credits and (laughs) oh god that's just so awful yeah totally i'm so glad i didn't go see it again because it's like oh cool like extra footage i wonder and then you just saved me money thank you no problem that's what we do that's the money i spent for Catan, though so i mean (laughs) sorry Sorry (laughs) um all right you got anything else man (laughs) not video game related nope got some movie tv news though dude throw it in my face so they're doing a Gremlins animated show that is a prequel. That's sweet. Right? It's called Gremlins Secret of the Mogwai, hmm. and it's an animated prequel. It's set in the 1920s. Huh. And it's supposed to, I guess it's, I'm assuming it's going to be like the origin story of like the Mogwais. Like them coming to America or wherever. No, yeah, we already found did that in... movie. That had that had Eddie Murphy in it. Uh, <laughs> you see what I did there? No. 
Um, dude, if I, they keep this, if they keep it dark, like if they keep it like how the first the first movie was borderline horror movie. So if they brought it to that tone, I think it would be good. Well, if you remember, the first one was kind of borderline horror. Yeah. But the second one was just over the top silliness. Yeah, that was ridiculous. So, ridic. I mean, the funny part with it though is it kind of it kind of played meta with itself and just called itself out on a lot of shit. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. See, with Gremlins 2, it was almost like what they did with um, the Justice League, how they had a a movie, and then they're like, dude, I think we need to lighten this up a little bit so we can get more people to watch it. Because if you took all that cheesy crap from Gremlins – that's a pretty serious situation. It's an infestation inside of a huge building of these things that just keep breeding. Yeah, um, like so it would have been they kind even of realized better. their target audience. <laughs> right. If they would have just kept it like that horror, I think it still would have it would have been just as good in my eyes. Um I'm still a fan. I remember seeing it in the theaters. Um I know that there is a sequel being made, I thought. Um, but that story could be what you're telling me now. It's actually a prequel, which is animated, which either way I am totally down for. I think it's going to be 10 half hour episodes. Uh, no casting announcements. However, uh, I am totally going to butcher this dude's name, but Tez Chen, he was a, a writer for Gotham. Okay. He's involved with it. Good for Tez Chen. And there's like the credits are a bunch of like uh from the Animaniacs reboot, Teen Titans Go, Coraline. Weird. Like there there's some heavy like heavy writers and producers backing this. Um I hope one of them can write out the loophole, the whole after midnight loophole, because there's gotta be some sort of time besides after midnight, because after their first midnight of existence, it's always after midnight, right? I mean, yeah. So there's gotta be some sort of rule. Like it's, it can't just be, don't feed them after midnight. It's gotta be like, don't fit them between midnight and five in the morning. Cause when do you feed them then? You, you don't. They just See, they just wither away and die. Maybe they don't need to eat. They don't need to eat. They eat the souls of children. That's what they eat. Mm. And there was only one girl. That's kind of alien-esque. Could it be the queen? Starts pumping out even more babies. That would be weird. Yeah. I just had this whole, like, Mogwai orgy thing in my head. I That's gross. Know. Right? <laughs> Hey, you did it. <laughs> uh, any other TV news? Um, let's see. Stranger Things is coming out Thursday. I haven't seen the second one. Really? You really should, man. It's a really good series. I've seen the first one. I saw the first The first series was sweet. I just never... I always play games. All my time playing games. Uh, Netflix picked up another license for a TV series. This one seems very interesting. It's uh, it's Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. If you've never read those comics, those is, comics are really good. Is it the the Batman Sandman? No, different Sandman. This is oh. more dark and gothic. No, I I know no. I've heard of 
that, but I know nothing of it. Wasn't wasn't it Image Comics? No, it was DC. DC really? Vertigo. Huh. And yeah, Vertigo's DC Vertigo. They're like adult line. Who is now no longer in existence because DC just closed all of their like secondary publications. Right. Yeah, that was a terrible, terrible decision on their part. That's what they do. That's why they're DC. Yeah, they just make bad decisions. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, no, that's kind of it. Do you have anything? No, I I am good. Um, I will go ahead and remind everybody that if you are in the Cleveland area, we are going to be at the Cleveland Classic Arcade and Gaming Show, CCAG, uh, July 20th. It's a Saturday. We will have a table there. It is pretty much back to our origin. Our very first time vending uh, at a convention was at last year's CCAG, so it's going to be great to get back. Uh, nothing but video games. This this is our territory. All video games, all retro games. Uh, it's going to be very cool, very fun. Uh, a lot of giveaways. Um, yeah, uh, other than that, you know, check us out everywhere. GameFixShow.com is the hub. You'll find all the information you need. You'll find this uh, episode posted there. Everybody who downloads this, thank you very much as always. Spanish will be back next week. James, thank you as always for filling in. No problem, man. It's been fun. Yes, and uh, Brucey e. B, how about it, y'all? Goodbye. Have a nice day. Peace. All right, I uh, love all of you. Adios, turd nuggets. Hey, hey there. there, I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.